Disclaimer. This show is a mix of both fact and opinion, with a sprinkle of comedy. If you are easily offended by opinion or comedy, or both, I recommend you click or tap out of this podcast and listen to another one right now. You have been warned. Welcome back to Glitch in the System, where we talk about problems and sometimes silver linings within the world of technology. Now, game developers, app developers, before you rip me off the screen, we need cash for our hard work! We need cash for our hard work! And before you get to my house and riot against me, let me clear up something for a bit. Indie developers have all the right to put microtransactions, whether it be lives, ad removals, more levels, or even cosmetics. I'm fine with it. But if you're a big company who already earns millions, screw you. Isn't your millions of revenue enough to keep you happy? Hmm? Hmm? Tim Sweeney of Epic Games? How much are you willing to bet on the table to stop your enemies? Even try? And now you indirectly get South Korea to side with you? An entire country? First, you attempt to destroy Apple with a whole group of other companies for not allowing your own customized app store inside iOS because you want to keep your 30%. Now you decide to milk the money out of your brainwashed fans of your company. Hmm. Epic Games. More like septic games as if Fortnite and V-Bucks weren't enough to feed your greedy people who work there like there's brainwashed Hold on a sec. I mean brainless as their fans. I know this wasn't the best joke I could think of, but thinking of something else that rhymes with epic for this episode's joke is like riding a unicycle with the pedals out of control while you try to balance a ball on a straw that you're continuously holding with your mouth looking up while you're on a bumpy, sandy terrain avoiding Ford F-150 pickup trucks and Jeep Cherokees going haywire at full speed as they crash into each other, leaving lots of debris in the Mojave Desert for you to avoid. And to top it all off, it's the hottest day of the year, and you can see almost nothing as you burn your eyes while looking at the sun. How about the chocolate drizzle on top of the cherry? You also have untied Vans shoes, and the soles are fraying away. Where can we find a silver lining? None. Nowhere. Nada. I don't think anyone's getting out of this one. This is perchance the most elaborate joke I've ever made with the most dangerous predicament ever concocted for a sane person. I'm not kidding. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Give me five if you want to listen to it. No, I I don't mean five. Give me five bucks. This is a DLC for this podcast. I'm kidding. I'm not that kind of guy that bars his podcast episodes behind a paywall. Unlike most companies that literally bar the path to winning inside a $999 loot box with a 0.09% chance of actually getting a winning item. I've already tapped into that problem in episode 4 while talking about crap HD or 1366x768 that I described it as a loot box with crap HD laptops being more common in a $500 loot box that no one could fathom the price yet they buy it anyway, still getting a crap HD laptop thus blowing their $500 or $999 for something that could have been bought for like 80% of the price? I can never fathom the mental capability and capacity of people nowadays. It's just so annoying at this point. Alright, we're poke our stick at the first game that ever used microtransactions. And you won't believe it when I say it. Alright, prepare yourselves. This was back in 1990. For a game you already paid for. 
Oh wait, I was wrong. This is an arcade. And you know the mother of video games after the crash of 83 and it's Japan. The games that had the first known sighting of microtransactions was Double Dragon 3, the Rosetta Stone. I'd have more fun installing Rosetta Stone on my Mac or using Apple's Rosetta 1 for PowerPC to emulate apps that have a convoluted learning curve than what I'm used to when working with anything in general. Or maybe use Rosetta 2 if I had an M1 MacBook that played this mess of a greedy game. Is it paying for the cartridge enough? They really had to push that all on there? Oh, wait a second. Oh, no, I keep forgetting it's an arcade, not a cartridge. Whoops. Sorry, this was my glitch in the system. I hope I can fix it. So remind me to fix that glitch. Anyway, but still, you're paying for what? Extra moves? Weapons? More playable characters? Why not just give them the full damn package? Uh, then again, it's an arcade, so they got to spend more quarters to get those items. That's nice. But why not just give them that right when they pop one or two quarters before starting the game? Sure, paying up would be feasible if you die in a game and you want to kick ass again. For example, I'm playing Call of Duty on an arcade and I die. But making them pay if they want extra stuff beyond lives? Can you not? Can you please not? If it's beyond lives, can you not? Candy Crush is not an exception anymore. I'd rather hold four smooth cubes of ice, two on each hand while they freeze, and then smash them onto both sides of my head than play that game full of microtransactions over power-ups, character unlocks, and game-breaking items. Yeah, yes, and other free-to-play games are following that suit as well, Call of Duty Mobile. I'm actually guilty of playing that. Anyway, with the ice, that's gonna have to hurt. And I guess you can call it cold that I did this. Uh, Alright, Dad Joe. Okay, I'll see myself out of the stage now. Bye! Is anyone gone now? Is everyone gone now? Okay, I think I'm safe. Alright, back to my chair. Ugh. Anyway, alright. We're gonna go tap on two games we all know and love. And they're from the sewer in Derry, Maine, where Pennywise lives. I, I mean, Valve Corporation from Bellevue, Washington. I went through hell in episode 4 where I made a joke about an unflushed 20 gallon toilet that I'm thinking of Valve as a septic tank. But I love Valve when it comes to games, so I take that comment of a sewer and septic tank back to the depths of whence it came. Anyway, alright. We're gonna go tap on two games we all know and love. And they're from the sewer in Derry, Maine where Pennywise lives- I, I mean Valve Corporation from Bellevue, Washington. I went through hell in episode 4 where I made a joke about an unflushed 20 gallon toilet that I'm thinking of Valve as a septic tank. But I love Valve when it comes to games, so I take that comment of a sewer and septic tank back to the depths of whence it came. Wait, wait, hang on. They did it too? In Team Fortress 2 and Counter-Strike Global Offensive? You're absolutely kidding me. Really. You're kidding me. I thought you get the full package while you pay the cheap $20 for either of those games. Well now, they've riddled it with microtransactions. And then slapped a free price tag on both of those games. That's the only silver lining I can get. At least I can play it for free. Actually, let me be more specific with the microtransactions. Again, loot boxes. And lots of them. On both games. Hell, if you can count Overwatch as a game riddled with microtransactions. Be... My guest, you my guest, put our service to the test. Alright, when you enter the castle, just don't touch the lamp. It comes alive. Watch out for the small grandfather clock as well. And don't wake the beast inside the castle or he'll throw you to a prison. Then you're gonna have to get out through the west wing and discover a rose with petals falling. 
If you're a guy, get a girl and have her love the beast. If you're a girl, love the beast. That's easy. Just get him shot by some neckbeard named Gaston, wait for him to fall off the bridge. I think it's a bridge, I forgot what it is. Then sob over him saying, I love you. Then wait for the beast to turn to your man of your dreams. Hey, 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 don't worry. Disclaimer, she's not gonna cheat on you, my guys. Don't, don't raid on me for another reason, all right? I'm joking. To reiterate from episode four, because you can't kill them like these damn cockroaches. They always multiply and come back to bite you in the bum. Well, this time, I'm gonna go on a long tangent why microtransactions is like bloating one turkey with lots of fluff for Thanksgiving. Then the other turkey with only like two spoons of fluff. Only two spoons. And those spoons are teaspoons, not tablespoons, teaspoons. If you want more taste, buy the turkey with lots of fluff because the one with only two spoons of fluff is the only thing you can get on the free Thanksgiving Battle Pass in Season 28 or maybe Season 74 of your life. Time to advertise this Battle Pass up your face until you choose to buy it. We won't stop until you do. This is advertising at its finest, people. YouTube, you better listen to this. Because your advertisements are more of a glitch in the system than microtransactions. Isn't your billions enough? That's what I keep asking for companies that are multi-billionaires and they still put ads and get our data. But that's a story for another episode. Anyway, get this. This part of the joke will appeal to the women out there listening to my podcast. I'm sure of it. I've tested it. I've tested it with my two girl best friends earlier. They actually laughed at it. Anyway. Imagine this, in a fashion outlet just near 5th Avenue, you see this beautiful dark grey fedora with enough headspace, which seems to have black and white fuzz at the brim with a light grey band around it. Then pairing that fedora with a woolly trench coat, colored beige with what seems to look like it's been smothered with small marks from your pen at school. Although that's just part of the design. I don't think the girls would mind, right? And then pairing that coat and fedora with white heeled boots, yeah, high heeled, I'm not kidding. Also beside it is the makeup line that's used by the lady in the picture beside the display. She has smoky eyes. And I think she's got pale lipstick on. But get this. Again, it's the only thing you can try. Want to get the fedora and coat? Pay up! Again, I don't mind cosmetics. But imagine if this was the only way to look chic among your besties. Now that's annoying. That's gonna be annoying. As if your entire life is led by the people at Electronic Arts, the same band of idiots that brought you to Sims 4, riddled with paid DLC. I'd rather get myself Cyberpunk 2077 for $50 and experience glitches while playing it than knowing I paid 200 US dollars for DLCs that don't even add chic to my Sims house. Damn, I'd actually like to see someone with that coat fedora and boots on. I'd actually like to see that. I'm not kidding. If you know someone who's done this, DM me. Or go to the anchor page of my podcast and then send me a message say, Hey, my girl's done it. You should see it. Uh, Alright, I'm actually kidding. Don't actually do it, alright? Don't actually do it. I do, don't actually do it, please. Please. I don't want to see spam on my DMs, alright? Anyway, back to the gambling topic. Damn! How much money do they need? And get this, I'm not the only one that marks loot boxes as digital gambling. Are game developers deliberately bringing children to Vegas? What next? Are they going to encourage them to smoke? Uh, disclaimer. I'm not getting children to smoke. This is just a joke. Oh, hey, it rhymes. I'm a poet now. I guess I can talk Shakespearean now. I'm just kidding. I can't do iambic pentameter unlike he does. Anyway, this is a message 
to all the big game companies out there that already have millions. I know I've said this earlier, but do yourselves a favor, save yourselves, and give your players the full package after paying a thick $40, $60, or $100. DLC is fine if it adds to the story or action, but if it just adds a lot of game-breaking things and adds more to the pay-to-win model so that pros can beat me, then no. Do not. I just want to play fair, alright? I don't want to play with rich people while I'm skilled in Call of Duty. So please, pay to win is toxic. It's making people toxic. Even I was shouting about it earlier. I don't want to lose my voice over something so big such as pay to win on my crash, 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 Okay, I crashed again. I don't know what Eric heard. Was it? Was it 420? Anyway. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Glitch in the System. If you like it as much as I do, give it 5 stars or whatever is the highest rating in your podcast app. And if you want to see more, definitely consider following the podcast. Add it to your library so you don't miss new episodes every Friday, 6pm at Manila time. I'm Arcane. I tell you to find a glitch in the system and fix it. See you next time. Take care. P.S. Don't actually destroy me in Call of Duty.